Puzzle on the Moon Studios presents another ghetto and golly. What's good, congregation? It's your girl, Auntie Mimi, the big shit talker. You already know what it is. Why my mic sound like that? Yeah, you. You turn me down. What's going on, We're Dr. Too loud. Key? We're too loud. Why well, turn you up? There you go. Turn me, turn me. That's, that's right. Like, no, right there is nice. Okay, because it's I like loud. that. It's extremely loud. <laughs> Uh, what's going on, Dr. Key? Everything's good in the hood, Auntie. Well, auntie, meet me. What you what you do this week? What you accomplish? Accomplish oh, a whole lot. What's man. new? Accomplish a whole lot. Tell the congregation. Tell the people. They want to know. You know they nosy. Mm-hmm. Remember, can we be nosy? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm gonna give them. Some, I'm gonna give them some of this. Uh, some of the information out of my busy private life um today we got the business license for the studio we opened hey. up a studio you know what i'm saying Post studios at actual Post location studio taking it from uh from the home to the you know to the building and we're gonna have uh two studios in there so we're gonna do that um another thing is we plan to purchase a home you know what i'm saying we plan mm-hmm. on purchasing a home mm-hmm. and actually mm-hmm. doing Working it on that. actually doing it you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying my wife you know uh, she was afraid because of the the housing market. But man, these houses are expensive. As I mean, you gotta fuck. find what you're looking for. But, but what you know we what did saying? find but, something within our price range, right. or you know, a couple like of I said, properties. Find what you're looking for. Mm. You know, once you find what you're looking for, that was then, talking. <laughs> uh, you know, you you make that happen. You know, and that's what we're planning to do. Uh, next thing is um. What else did we do this week? Uh, well, we went to Arizona. We kicked it with some uh, some of our wise family members. You know what I'm saying? Who's retired now? Our wise family members. Uh, that sounds all bad. I don't want to make them sound older. You know, what the in laws, babe. They, they, it's they, called they, in laws. They are. They're not. They're not the in laws though. They're like we're family. We're like, just you saying. Know what I'm saying? Went to go visit my aunties and my uncle. <laughs> but I'm, when I say wise, y'all. I mean because they have lived. They have experience. I'm not going to say. Oh, older. you said you know wise, yeah, I said not wise. wise. Yeah, I said wise. wise. Oh, okay, got yeah. you, got Wise. you. Wise. Oh, yeah. So, um, Love being you know, around them. Yep, yeah, always informative, gets some information being around mm-hmm. them. So, uh, you know, that was major. Uh, another thing we did was... Um, check, um, check, check. You know, we had to review the podcast, man. We went on to uh, make sure we bring our listeners quality product, you know what I'm saying? Quality, you know, um, quality information you know what i'm saying the stuff that can help you guys in your Quality life content. especially entertain you guys you know what i'm saying i want to entertain you guys so i just want to make sure you know what i'm saying we're doing that y'all can tap in leave some comments you know what i'm saying comments are beautiful i love i love comments you know what i'm saying so make sure y'all oh, continue beautiful. to comment such on a the, deep um, word yeah comments are beautiful you know what i'm saying because it shows that you guys are tuned in they show that you mm, guys are responding beautiful. you guys are interacting with us so i'm gonna say comments are sexy a then beautiful thing for the brand, <laughs> comments are you know sexy saying? that's cool comments can be sexy for the brand definitely mm-hmm. so um so let's turn this thing up man let's get this thing popping and i, I think we're gonna start uh bringing you guys some video special that's going to the studio now I think we'll have a podcast studio set up to where you guys are going to get film, you know, your audio and visual. Get to watch me. So, in any um, any um, podcast people, you know what I'm saying, who want to Podcasters. Come out, podcasters want to, you know, do their thing, uh, definitely contact us. There will be, you know, there will be... Um, a Select. quality a quality platform yes. for your show. 
and you can come with it or don't come at all we're gonna make it work we're gonna make it work post on the most studios don't forget post on the most studios and uh that's a lot man you know i'm gonna throw this thing back to auntie mimi oh yeah so you mean you pretty much said a whole i always say a whole lot that's what i do i'm Um, not the big shit talker though but yeah you know i'm the big shit talker the one and only um so yeah this week it was it was a good week you know work Mm-hmm. Open up shop, close up shop, you know, day in and day out, service my clients. Um, like Dr. Key said, we went to Laughlin slash Bullhead, Arizona. It's all like right there. Um, it's just a quick little, you know, hop down the road. Yeah, you know, a little overnight, little stay to go kick it with my family. The thing about having a business is like, I don't know if, well, I know that, you know, the universe and God wanted my business to come at a, a specific time. But it's so it's so dope to where, like, I can truly make my own schedule. Like, if my, you know, family is having a get-together or a gathering, I could really, like, finagle some shit and, like, really just move, like, my clients and my schedule around. Like, that's the blessing. Like, that to me is the wealth. Like, that's the bag. Like, being able to have that type of freedom and, uh, you know, just move some things around because, you know, work-life balance is important. Spending time with family is important. Making money is important. All of, all of those things are important. But, um, you know, you got to make sure, you know, it's just a blessing to be in that position to to do that. I also got my braces off. <laughs> I got my braces off on um, last Wednesday. So for those who... For those who wear braces or have worn braces, braces you know, the retainer life is real. Think about the retainers that, like, you know, I have to wear it all day, but, like, I want to eat all day. So, like, I really have to take it out and and, uh, take it out when I'm eating and all that stuff. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I wore braces for three years. Three whole years? Three whole years, but I really enjoyed braces. I, it was... The fun, it was fun. Like, I love picking the colors of the braces. Uh, maybe I'm a little childish, but <laughs> <laughs> I love picking the colors of my rubber bands. But maybe it's something that I feel like I missed out on as a kid because I didn't have braces as a kid. And I always wanted them. And, you know, I feel like I got to live out a little bit of my childhood in adulthood That's by dope. wearing braces and improving myself and my smile. That was already beautiful, but it's now it's even more beautiful um what else um ooh so i uh back in november no december i applied for a business grant and god is so good y'all like i was awarded the grant or approved for the grant so that's you know that's a, that was that was a blessing it was something that was like unexpected you know you hear about when you become a business owner or people other people that are business owners like you know there's free money out there there's grants like you're a disadvantaged business uh quote unquote because you're a woman-owned business black-owned business and you just kind of hear like the rumblings of like yeah yeah like okay there's really like free money out there but no there's really free money out there so when i opened that email like i literally like dropped to my knees like oh my god like that's crazy. Like I wrote my little, my, my grant spiel 
And, you know, I told them what, you know, what was going on with my business. And it was just super dope. Like, that was just just such a blessing. So, like, I, like I've said before, like, the best thing that I've ever done was legitimize my business and make it a real business because that way you're recognized and you're able to apply for these things and, you know, get them and get funding to, to take your business to the next level or, or keep your, your doors open or keep your business afloat. So that was, that was super dope. It's so funny when I talked to my family, like when we were in um, Bullhead and I was talking about expanding and doing, um, opening a storefront some here in the near future. And I was talking to my uncle who, um, you know, does like a little bit of contracting. He's a retired vet. And um, I was talking to him about, you know, putting some work into like whatever space I decide to get. And I'm like, yeah, get your license, you know, get your, get your business going. I'm like, I am a business. My business is going. I have the licenses. I don't think that they really like grasp that concept that like I'm already a business owner. I'm just looking to make it bigger than what it is that's just always funny to me no nah, smitty's just stuck in his way you know, he's, gonna, <laughs> he's gonna be who he is that's, that's why like they all got their own personality yeah you know, funny shit uh, shout out to my family yeah but um yeah so we're gonna get into messy mondays with auntie mimi first we're gonna start off with this keisha cole and ashanti versus battle did you tune in dr key nope <laughs> so oh, how man, we gonna I miss that. I mean, I saw clips though here and there, man. I heard she was late, you know what I'm saying? Like, I heard Keisha was late, and uh, I heard she had a little attitude, you know. And I saw some of the clips, man. She seemed like she was pretty moody, you know what I'm saying? But uh, uh, other than that, you know, I mean, I feel like she was putting on because you know she didn't want it to seem more friendly and shit. Like it's a versus, so I want to feel like Gucci Mane and uh and Jeezy. I want y'all to be talking about this is beef, this is RB beef. So who? You know, but who's your who? If you had to pick one out of the two ladies as far as artists, what would you? Who would you pick? You know what? I, I gotta go with Keisha, and because I'm gonna say this, Keisha came at a different time in my life. So, you know, mm. Keisha's songs, like, uh, you know, hit me more than Ashanti songs. You know what I'm saying? Because when Ashanti was singing, I was young. Mm. I just really know Shanti from being, like, you know, with Murder, Inc. You know, singing on... It's singing Murder. On, yeah, singing on Jaw Hooks, you know. Oh, but like, wanna be a chick. Yeah, but, like, other than that, like, I, I, but Keisha, I, I don't actually, like, play Keisha album and mm. listen to it. You know what I'm saying? But, like... Ashanti, I ain't. I wasn't wasn't on that music. I wanna be like those girls. Okay, so I they both look extremely beautiful. Shout out to those queens. Fabulous, fabulous. Mm -hmm. They're both fabulous. They look fabulous. They look beautiful. Um, Of course, you know the energy was off. Off. Uh, Keisha was, I think, like an hour late. Ashanti's like a she reminds me like a mean nice girl like I'm gonna I'm gonna put a smile on my face like but a bully. Mm, undercover bully. like undercover <laughs> I'm gonna put a smile on my face but I'm really like a mean like I'm really pissed like I'm really like I could really dig into your ass right now Damn. but Keisha just give us like all kind of Oakland realness like she's just Keisha like she never really, you know, Keisha just never really polished up throughout her years in this industry. It is what it is. Keisha from Oakland, like, you know, and I, I love Keisha, but it was just like, ooh, like they was kind of giving it to her, like as far as 
I didn't give a fuck about her attitude. Like, she was still rocking. She was still participating. She did seem like she was ready to go. Like, she had better shit to do. For real? <laughs> at, a, at a few points of the verses, but... Keisha was like, I'm ready to get the fuck out of here. It was, like, was Angie like, okay, I thought this was the last song. Like, what? Yeah, like, oh. Like, not like that, goddamn, Keisha. Yeah. Keisha but, was like that. Yeah, like that. Damn. But I thought it was good. You know, I, you know... Let's keep calling the Shanti, you know. Let's keep calling the first Shanti, one man. in uh, season two of Versus. You know, we got some kinks to work out. It is what it is, but it was still good. Okay, I got you. Who they say won? Who the people say won? Ashanti. What? Oh yeah. Because of Keisha, they probably saying that because of Keisha. Keisha Cole's right? not likable. I don't think she's. I don't think a lot of people understand. I think you understand Keisha if you come from the hood. You know, and you understand like that, you know, that little rough around the edges, like we can just, we bopping, we going to get shit done. But like, I just had to cuss my nigga out, you know, 10 <laughs> minutes ago. Like, well, we still, I, if you don't understand that, like, you're going to be like, which was, you got an attitude problem. What? Damn. Yeah. I got you now. Yeah. I got you. That's crazy. <laughs> Next, we're going to get into Joe Biden and Kamala Harris inauguration that took place on January 20th, the same day I got my braces off. Did you tune into that, Dr. Key? Uh, you know what? Well, I saw I saw a bit of bit of pieces of it, you know. But you know what tripped me out the most about that, Auntie Mimi? Yes, sir. It's my main man, Burn. That <laughs> <laughs> damn Burn, man. Burn, 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 Bernie man. Sanders, beloved. My man, he don't got more pub off being a damn Mimi yes. than being a damn senator. That's just crazy. ain't that crazy? Crazy. The world we live in. Bernie has done in. all of this. Work work civil rights all, all right. it is and this is, and this is the most we've seen his, his him yeah. as a public figure his picture be passed around the internet with the, with his meme Man. and being a meme with these damn mittens on they should have put his picture when he was st- uh, sitting in front of the damn cop car when they was doing that stand mm. back in the uh, I think it was 50s or the 60s, 60s. Mm. yeah that's that's the one they should have did yeah. you know what I'm saying but that's but, that's not entertaining enough nah you already know you know I just wanted to know where the fuck was Bernie Sanders hat at it's oh, cold yeah. as a motherfucker out a there scully. He ain't no hat. where he is scully. where is your where is your scully where is your hat sir I oh. know your head is cold as shit that hat gonna be you got on mittens head. on but where's your hat <laughs> <laughs> shout out to Bernie Sanders Sanders Social distance like a mug. Hell yeah. He had a squad with him, but everybody was six (laughs) feet. He looked like he was passing through. Like, yeah, I just stopped by the inauguration real quick. I got got bigger fish to fry. (laughs) I ain't part of this shit. It was Amanda Gorman for me. She was the highlight, the queen that delivered that beautiful poem. That was everything for me, okay? You remember it? I don't. What was the name of it? Yeah. Shit, I don't remember. Yeah, the name of it was my black sister. Okay, thank yeah, you for I that. I, I just, you. I just know it was a beautiful poem. I got you. Appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? Try to call me out. Did you like it? 
I'm not trying to call you out. I just asked you a question. I'm glad you remembered that. That's what we're here for. You know what I'm saying? Like salt and pepper. Salt and All right? We a duo. Nah, not like salt and pepper. We're like more like uh, Mel and B. You know what I'm saying? Remember how uh, him and her would go B at first? You know, we, we guy and girl. You know what I'm saying? Our Who is Mel and B? That's a group. It was a girl and a boy. I don't See, that's the problem. I don't remember who they are. They're not memorable. And I'm definitely... A, Bobby um, and Whitney then. Definitely not Bobby and Whitney. Mm-hmm. I would say... Asford and Simpson. Asford and Simpson. There you go. You're right. There we go. Go ahead. So you got um, it. Tina Turner and uh, Ike. No, it's Ike without the hands. Without the hands. Yeah. Because I, I ain't whooping my leg. I'm not getting whooped. Per. <laughs> no. You call the dog. Uh-huh. Speaking it. of salt and pepper, did you watch the Lifetime movie mm-hmm. this past Saturday? I so did. We did watch that. We tuned in together. Now, yes. one thing about these Lifetime movies, man, they suck. They don't. You can't say that's a strong word. They do, but why does it suck? Because they can be much better. But this one, you know, this one did tell. I say about maybe like seventy seventy percent of the truth. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of them they be like trapping that Michelle Lee story. Oh my God! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, my bad. Whatever her name. But that's you know what I'm saying. But but this one I, I give them like I say about like seventy percent of true. And I'm not saying it it was true. Like I know factual everything happened. But I'm just saying like they had to put that entertaining spin on it. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of shit was extra in there. Well, it's a movie. Of course, that's what I'm saying. And it probably did really happen. You know, entertainment business is crazy. You think it's that crazy? Yeah. I don't know. Crazy. Crazy. What you think about it? Um, I thought it was good for a Lifetime movie. I was disappointed that they completely left out Spinderella's role in Salt and Pepper. And Salt and Pepper is like a group that I looked up to as a young girl coming up. Uh, we didn't have cable at the house. So when we would go to my grandma's house... um. My mom would be running the streets. We go to my grandma's house, and my grandma had cable, so it was like a treat to like watch the Salt and Pepper videos, the Queen Latifah videos, Tupac videos, Biggie videos. So like, but it Salt and Pepper stood out to me because they were women and they were um, empowered, and they you know they they were very much so like individuals. Got you. So like, I looked up to them, but. Spinderella played a huge fucking role. Like, Run DMC would never leave out Jam Master J. So oh, it's no. like, it's kind of fucked up. And I know that they kind of cl- try to clean it up by saying that they're telling their story as a, um, about their friendship. But, like, damn, Spinderella wasn't y'all friend? No, nah, they consider Spinderella a worker. She was an employee, like, yeah, for 30 like, years? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. That's, it's to me, I, mean, I don't know the ins and outs of. Of the story, of course, but like to me, like just to leave her out, it, it leaves it may, things that make you go, hmm. hmm, like some mean girl shit. Oh, you think it was on some like that? Yeah, I mean, some like two against one type shit. Like Damn. that has to feel really fucked up. Just imagine me and Spinderella. You think it was like that? I don't know, but it looks that way. 
It appears that way. So the movie was cool, but I just wish that, you know, they would have expounded on Spinderella's role. Like she just didn't do shit, but spin the record. Like they try to treat like a DJ. Like she had, she had, she even rapped a little bit. Yeah, she did. What was that song she rapped on? Was it What a Man? Yeah, she had the little like little quick verse. Yeah, like it's kind of, kind of. You ain't you ain't with that part. I ain't really like that. I got you. I feel you. I, I, feel like you. I don't like I don't like making people feel bad. Making nobody feel bad. Yeah. Nobody. I'm doing that. I got you. All right. So now we're gonna talk about Danny Lay. How you say her name? Danny Lay. Danny uh, Lee. Danny Lee. Danny Lay. I don't even know how you say her name. No, I thought it was Danny Lay. Bird. No. <laughs> <laughs> What you think? All right, so, what he like? so last week, Danny Lane <laughs> released a song called Yellow Bone that sent the <laughs> internet into a tizzy. You want to play the song for us? I ain't got it. I, I can play. Hold on. Let me see. Let me see. Song is trash. Nah, I, I got see Why you didn't tell me this? You should have you asked me. Basuda. I had that loaded up. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it in the post, though. Okay, so we're going to still talk about it. The song was a direct diss to the rapper. We know she's quote-unquote dating or allegedly dating rapper the baby. So it was a direct diss to the rapper, to the rapper, the baby's baby mama. But her attempt to throw shade at Miss Mimi completely backfired. Uh, uh. Uh, uh. Trash. Trash. That's all y'all get. Uh, trash bam um not it a couple people chimed in sukiana from love and hip-hop chimed in sukiana can't say shit oh you're not a fan of suki man you suki, suki with, had her business all out there on the, suki on with the, the good coochie. i don't know nothing about none of that <laughs> none of that but i know she had all the business out there in what the business oh, only fans i don't know what it was it was a clip Ever sucking dick? Doing all the most. Where you see that? It wasn't no, it was on Instagram? It's on Twitter. Everybody. You, you got a Twitter? For real. <laughs> I can't believe you. Yep. Well, Sukiyana chimed in and said that, you know, in so many words, she should have made a song about all colors of women, all shades of women, mm-hmm. but instead of, you know, just isolating one shade quote-unquote yellow bone but danny lay i don't she's not black was she mexican <laughs> she's dominican and she's identified as dominican, dominican and latin so like to say you're yellow bone is like a little bit of a stretch because but you're not even black she That's doesn't even go here okay that is crazy. But my thing is like why and then she later on went on to apologize but she offended anybody, this, that, and the third. But my thing is is like why does the issue or topic of um colorism why does it keep coming up? I mean like to me it's gonna always come up because the thing is this like once people search their DNA on this history, I mean, I'm just giving y'all shout out all over, but like once you get your, once, until you get your DNA checked on this history, you ain't going to understand the game because colorism is a game, y'all. I promise y'all it's a game the world been playing for a long time. For decades, centuries, so, thousands me, of years. Like me, I know personally that my DNA has um, Spanish, I got white, I got Latin, I got 
uh, everything. Like I have at then everything I'm I'm then connected to, like DNA wise. So with with that being said, like I got white cousins, I got Mexican cousins, I got I ain't saw no Asian cousins, but I got Indian cousins. And like so with that being said, like I how the fuck can I be racist? Like, I can't be racist to nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like and once people understand that they're going to see, like, damn, like, yeah, I'm yellow, but damn, I got a black cousin. I got a brown cousin. Like, so even with you knowing that information, how can you look down on your cousin? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that just, it just, like, once people understand that part and they see that, they're going to see it's all a game. It's just, it's just a blocker. It's like, it's a, it's a mental game. Like, that's why you got to get past that blockage. You know what I'm saying? Color is not shit. Only color that matters in this world really is green. Amen. Yeah. That money. And they about to take that motherfucker out. Um, about to be digital. I really don't give a fuck about the song. Like, I don't care about her saying that, you know, Yellow Bone is what he want. Um, I mean, this is typical bird behavior. Like, I'm sure every every girl is going to school with, you know, a, a, a lighter skin, complected classmate. And, you know, they feel like they're superior. They're trying to, you know, treat you like you, you know less than you know but like at this point in life it's like it's your bird and like i don't give like if you have to make a song to try to boost yourself up to try to downplay this man who has a baby with a dark-skinned woman like but you that's bird behavior and your color of your skin bitch like but you're not i mean i thought yellow bone was a shade of black that's just what i always thought but I could be wrong. Damn. But um, to like reduce yourself like to yellow bone is what he won't but like you're a, a bird. <laughs> bird. Come on, bro. Bird. So damn. But do you think that dark skinned women are like were like secret <clears throat> like fantasies? But like the like I'm talking about society. Like society sees dark skinned black women like you know voluptuous like all of these like exotic you know african features and like that's like a fantasy but like i really don't want to like display her like to the world like i don't want her to you know be on my i don't want to procreate you know with with that but i want to i want to have sex with a dark-skinned woman woman no i just think it's a preference you know what i'm saying but like maybe they want to try something new you know what i'm saying but other than that i just think it's a preference like you know some guys like dark chicks some girls some guys like dark skin chicks it's a, it's a preference You know Some guys like all the chicks So it's just a preference <laughs> You know it's, like, it's all it is It's a preference Like um, We don't look at it like uh, I, Well I can't speak for everybody But I don't look at it like uh, A light skin is better than A dark skin Like I don't I don't look at it like that Skin like Skin color don't matter to me I don't saw some mm. I don't saw some bright bombs I don't saw some dark bombs Like, uh, <laughs> like So <laughs> Like, this shit don't matter. Like, it's what's inside. Like, it's all that matters. So what about where you come from? You know, from Camden, Arkansas. So how do y'all, like... The only bad thing Mm -hmm. about, like, just being real, the only thing bad about where I come from and where I I grew up at is, like, a lot of dark-skinned girls, you know what I'm saying, they, they... they not, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say that because, like, the dark-skinned girls that have money, 
You know what I'm saying? They they care themselves. Their parents make sure that they look nice. You know, as we kids, we growing up and stuff. But the dark skinned chicks that lived in the projects, they were rough. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, I, I really think it's like a money thing. Like that's why I say people like and that, a, that people don't even say <clears throat> that. Like you know, like money. It's a class it, thing. No, yeah, it's like money. It's like mm. really money is class. Mm. But like if you got money, it's hard to be ugly with money. Like that's just really Damn. what it is. Like people don't. It's a, that's a real saying. Mm-hmm. Like it's just because like if you got money. You're gonna carry yourself a certain way, you know what I'm saying, and you're gonna present yourself self a certain way. Now, it's certain people, it's certain people who don't give a fuck still. Like mm. they got money and they don't give a fuck. They go carry, they go wash their ass once a once a week. Oh no, like you know what I'm saying, like they don't give a fuck, you know, because they they got money. Well, they don't care. I have to disagree with you on that because I didn't have money growing up. And I'm a dark-skinned woman and was a dark-skinned kid. And I was raised by a dark-skinned black woman. My father is, is very light-skinned, very fair-skinned. So money didn't have nothing to do with because I was poor as fuck. But I knew, like, my parents took care of me. You know, I was I was a, a well-kept kid. Like, I had, you know, shoes on my feet, you know, nice, you know, decent clothes from Walmart. <laughs> like, you know, my, my hair was combed. You know that type shit, and I still got made fun. Like it's just like a, it's like a, it's a, it's this is long. This is a a long colorism. We've been dealing with this forever. Nope, that's forever, not what, that's not forever. What I'm about. But that's no, not, you said because when kids when they have money, I didn't have money. Yeah, now now but, but, let me fix. Okay, but your, but your parents had your parents had something, and they they made it do what it needed to do mm. to to make it like it. You know, to make it where you look presentable. You know what I'm saying? But like what I'm saying is. The poor folks, they parents ain't put no grease on their head. They parents probably smoking some rock somewhere. They're not greasing their scalp. You know what I'm saying? So they hair falling off. They they got motherfucking uh, half froze where you know the hair is on top of their head. They ain't got no side on. You know ain't nothing on the side of it. It's just going straight up. You know what I'm saying? I don't <laughs> been around those girls. You know what I'm saying? Where like they rough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know like it's just it's like they just in a bad situation. It's not necessarily their fault. You know what I'm saying? But and subconsciously, with you growing, with you seeing that, of course, it's going to make you, you know, say to your, not even say to yourself, like subconsciously, it's like, oh, I'm not really fucking with a dark skin girl. Like, if this is what it is, then I don't want it. So naturally, like, not, you're going to be swayed towards no, the fairer that was, skin, that, lighter skin, curly hair. No, that's what it was. Mm. What it was was, I'm not fucking with them. Okay. I'm not fucking with them dark skin girls, but like, other dark skinned, I talked to other dark skinned chicks who don't live in the projects, you know what I'm saying? Who, you know, their parents presented them right. Like, I, that's what I'm saying, but I, I was never. Parents presented them yeah, right. Like, I was, like, for real, like, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 you want to be proud of your kids when they walk out, though. You don't want your kids to be looking like you if you don't give a damn, you know what I'm saying? Like, at least make your kids give a damn. We don't have a choice. we born into this. So if you, you know what I'm saying, put me, I could be the better you. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I should be the better you. Yeah, um, you know, I guess, but my what I was saying was, um, you know, my parents made you know made made shit work for me, and yeah. then when I got you know I, I got made fun of because I was darker skin, and that's cool, like that's kid shit. I'm not worried about that, but that's when I knew, and I took it upon myself, like I'm not gonna leave. I don't need validation from nobody. Right. On how beautiful I am, how intelligent I am, like I'm gonna tell myself that. So I, th- and I didn't really have like a role model or anybody on television that I can like look to, or even you know, 
in my day-to-day life like nobody that looked like me like I had to be everything to myself that's crazy you know and as a dark-skinned girl growing up trying to figure shit out like that's rough but I figured it out you know so you know it is what it is like it's, it's just it's fucked up even when you look at television look at Martin yeah. Gina was the light skinned wife, and Pam, you know, was the friend that never had no man. You know, get yeah, got man, ca- got caught. Well, you know, Martin, you know the jokes. So she don't got no man. Sometimes you know, she man, had B to B's, and I feel like that's a part of the problem. Like like images like that that are being put in front of us. And they're forming these ideologies that like, okay, light skin is better. You're a wife. You're educated. You know, Gina was educated. She was college educated. She got both her parents. Her father was a doctor, you know. And then here's Gina, like, B to B, you know. I mean, here's Pam, like, B to B, you know. <laughs> like, shit like that. That's why I appreciate um, watching like different dark-skinned women like those images are important and not to like bash like lighter skin but like those images those positive images are important to young girls that are looking at them and watching them right no they are yeah so um so just to piggyback off of that a clip surface of vh1 show signed that clearly displayed I believe her name was Kaya, um, who was a dark-skinned woman going against Brittany, who's a lighter-skinned woman. Um, they were performing, and they picked the same beat. Kaya's song was, you know, I know a little bit about music. It was a lot better um, than Brittany's song, but Brittany was the favorite amongst Rick Ross and The Dream and, you know, um, but her song wasn't, you know, really that good. Kaya got shut down before she even was able to finish out her song. Um, so it's just like these things are, these this colorism is just resurfacing. Like, what did you think about when you watched that clip, Dr. Key? I mean, like, yeah, that's just like I said, you know, you have a group of men there. Their preference is obviously not the music because we know who music was better. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were looking at the girl who was presenting the more, the more body or the, who was looking the sexiest. <clears throat> and that's who got the, who, who got the award in that, that moment. That's what happened. That's just what it is. Like, so you it wasn't think it talent. was sexual um, sexism as well? As, I, mean, um, I, don't, I wouldn't call it sexism. I mean, sexism, but I mean, they, they like what they like. You know what I'm saying? Like, what it is. Like, they obviously didn't give them no talent. Because they, they quickly, you know, they, they didn't pick the talent at all. They definitely didn't pick the talent, and we haven't heard any. I haven't heard anything about Britney since then. What I believe she was signed to uh, Rick Ross's label, but it's just like I don't know. Like that's mm, this is really like disheartening to me. Like to just watch that and like this super talented young lady who was dark skinned. She was covered up, but you know she didn't get the acknowledgement. And the reward that she deserved because she wasn't underdressed and probably because she was a dark, darker skinned woman. Um, I mean, yeah, that, that could be it. Like, like it just, it's fucked up, man. But I don't know what they know. They've been in the industry. I mean, we could say that, but we got ears. 
Oh, I'm talking about, yeah, definitely talent-wise. You know? Yeah, I know talent-wise, but I'm talking about, I don't know what sells. You know what I'm saying? They, they, maybe they just know that, you know, sex is... I mean, Brit- what, what she put out. Um, exactly. Shit. What she sold. Mm-hmm. All right. I did more research. I, I mean, it will... Never mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't heard on the radio yet? Not at all. For real? Not at all. And that was, what, five, six years ago? When that show was on, not a peep. Damn. If anything, know. I've seen her get dragged on the internet. Damn. So, do bad. you think? With that being said, do you think that dark skinned women have to fight harder to be successful? Um, no, I think they just gotta go to the right people. Mm. This is what it is. Mm. That's a, that's a little, um old girl dark. Um, what's her name? The girl that's ain't now. Uh, she got the baby with um, what's his name? The producer, the uh, London, your girl. The baby, um, Summer Walker. Yeah, she's dark skin. I mean, <clears throat> I'm not saying that we we're not successful. Like, there's there's a lot of successful dark skinned women. Okay. But do I think that we have to? Fight harder, work harder, strive harder to become successful. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm speaking from a dark skinned woman's perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because once again, these images that were fed and like dark skinned women are. I have my, uh, I don't know if I told this story, but I have my sister's friend i used to work at a call center for a timeshare management company she had a friend that was from africa and mind you i at the time like i drove you know it like and these are just things that like even with all of this going you know all of these things that i've accomplished and i you know so I, I still get labeled or, you know, try to get labeled as like this person that I'm not. So off the rip, like she, after getting to know me, like I, you know, had my house, like I was married, you know, no kids. I drove a nice car, I drove a BMW, like even with all this. And when she came to my home and she's my sister's friend, she said, oh, I thought, I thought you was like, I, you know, I wore J's to work and my jeans, it was casual. You know, I dressed nice, hair done. Like I, you know, I'm presenting myself how I'm going to present myself. I'm never going to be nobody else. But even with that, I believe she said something to the effect like, I thought you like, you know, had a whole bunch of like, it's so many words like baby daddies or like kids and like, you know, was unwed and like just unruly and just like out here. But I'm just saying like, that's just off of what people, the assumptions that people make. Right. By looking at me like, no, like I'm, you know, happily married. I don't have any kids. You know, I'm, I have a nice home. I drive a nice car. You know, I'm, I'm good, you know, but just off that, and I can if I had a nickel for every time somebody is prejudging me just by the how I look, I'll be fucking rich. Rich. So Pockets. yeah, I that. we I we do have to work harder. 
That's crazy. See, I, I ain't know that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a dark skinned man. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I know it was hard for my dark skinned sisters. You know, I thought it was easy for y'all. You know, you're just a beautiful person. You carry yourself high. You know what I'm saying? But Everybody I have to. I can't, you know, I cannot carry myself high, which has been a benefit to me. Um, but I have to. No, you have to regardless anyway, just being real. I have to regardless, but I have to. It's just natural now. It's embedded in me. I'm, you know, I carry myself how I carry myself. It's just natural to me, but it, I have to. Definitely. You know? Mm-hmm. So, do you think, Dr. Q, do you think one day this colorism topic, you know, was something that we can overcome? Something um, that, you know, we can move past? I definitely think it's something that, you know, we can overcome, but it's, it's an individual overcome, it's not as a group. You know what I'm saying? It's oh, like, yeah. yeah, a person is going to have to overcome it in themselves. They're going to have to know that they're good, they're mm-hmm. good enough, and that they're great, and that that color shit don't matter. You know what I'm saying? And that, you know, if, if you know, you do see someone who has a color pro- problem, you know what I'm saying, or feel like your color, you should be lower, you just bring yourself higher and shit on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. that's all it is. Show them, show them what that melanin is about. Because the more melanin you got, the better human you are anyway, so... All right. And, you, know, you better say it. That. You know, you just got to know the truth. Like, once you know the truth, you can use the truth to protect you, protect yourself and definitely protect your feelings. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like you said, it, I'm going to piggyback off what you said. It, I do feel like it's something that we can overcome, but it is definitely individual. We, we can't change the world. And, you know, thousands of years of, you know, um, ignorant thinking and doings, but, you know, each... Each day, you know, we can change. You can you can change the minds of the people around you, or mm-hmm. you know, the outlook of the people around you. Like for me, like I, I applaud any woman that's out here, you know, on a shit and doing what they're supposed to be doing and, and getting some money and you know, building and generational wealth and you know, living their best life. But when I see a somebody that looks like me doing it and striving. Like, I'm going to clap a little bit harder mm-hmm. because I know how hard it is. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and that's just, once again, speaking from that little that little black girl, that mm-hmm. dark-skinned black girl that's been through it, going through it, moving past it. So, yeah. I feel you. I feel you. So, that little black girl. That little black girl, you know what I'm saying? You're funny. <laughs> You're funny. What's the moral of the story, Dr. Key? The moral of the story is, like I said, man, don't worry about shit. Focus on what you have control of, and you don't have no damn control of your skin color. And don't try none of that bullshit to lighten up. That's it. Keep it real with yourself. Do better. No become babies. a better human. And, and that's it. Fuck them. Fuck what everybody, anybody else think. Fuck them and the horse they rode in on. Yeah. Per. Keep it simple. Keep it simple. Keep yeah. it clear. That's it. Y'all. All right, congregation. Well, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Ghetto and Godly. I love this. So, y'all, let's keep the conversation going with your favorite host, Auntie Mimi. And Dr. Key. Remember to always be good to yourself and one another. Until yeah. next time. Yaddy. We out of here. I fucked that up. I fucked that up. Did I fuck that up? Y'all, did I fuck that up? <laughs> no, just like everybody. We out of here, y'all. Peace. Bye, y'all.